Hello everybody and welcome back to the Thoughts on Crosses podcast. I am your host Cooper and with me I have today... Oakley. Elisha. Duncan. And today we're going to be talking about morality, the trolley problem and self-driving cars. Among other things. <sighs> the trolley problem. I'm sure you've heard of it. Maybe, maybe not. Basically the situation is you've got five people tied to one track and you've got a train that's coming for them and you have the option of diverting the train onto another track but there is one man on that track this is purely hypothetical there is yeah they're tied to the track they can't get off because they like train tracks and they're having a little bit of squids they're tied to the train tracks yeah and um this is a purely hypothetical situation obviously in real life there are different situations different things you can do but For the sake of hypotheticalness, we will say that you can only, the only option you have is to pull the lever or to not pull the lever. If you pull the lever, the train will be diverted and you will run over the one person, killing him. Or if you do nothing, you will, instead, the five people will die. Shall we have preliminary answers, Oakley? (laughs) Yeah, I'll probably go the one person. Duncan. Depends on the other mm. factors. There are no other factors. This, is, just an, this is an either-or situation, yeah. Completely hypothetical. So, yeah, then. Well, so for all you people who say, oh, but that would never happen, it's hypothetical. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the first thing I would say is, yeah, there's never going to be such a clear-cut thing. But given that with no emotions in it, I would say divert it. I don't know. Yeah, so this is the concept that it's called the concept of utilitarianism please describe utilitarianism basically means you pick the option that causes the least amount of pain to the least amount of people it's kind of obvious if you have the option to kill five people why kill five people when you can only kill one person and save five lives Mm. and then if you do the math you're saving four lives and that's the primary idea behind utilitarianism but it gets really hairy when we get into other situations um cooper put a few posts on Facebook asking for people's opinions on a few different situations. Cooper, Mm. would you like to read those out? Alright, so I did put something up on Facebook, on the Thoughts on Crosses Facebook, and you guys responded. I put up six polls. Um, Just read the first few. Yep. So the first poll, it's exactly like the other ones. There is a runaway train heading toward a group of five people tied to a track. There is a lever, which you can pull which will divert the train onto a track where only one person lays tied to the track. What do you do? You had the option of pulling the lever and diverting the train uh, to the side track where it will kill one person, or do nothing and let it kill five people. You, um, How many people voted? 14 people voted. 12 voted I didn't know that we had they fans. pull the lever and one person gets killed. And two people voted that they would do nothing. So that's an 86 to 14% vote for pulling the lever. Yeah, and uh, Oakley and Duncan seem to have similar responses. Um, there's a secondary situation, because pulling the lever is a bit of a passive act. You're not directly killing anyone. But there is a... Also, it's easier to uh, to pull the lever quietly and just not have anybody notice, and then you can just walk away knowing that you've sort of diverted the situation. Yeah, because you're not directly killing anyone. Uh, it just happens that there's another person on that track. Yeah, but that's just justifying it. That's really just justifying it, because if you pull the lever or don't, you're still, you're still, you're not passively involved, you're actively involved. Yeah, which is a really interesting thing. We'll see that when the next poll comes around. But the next question is, considers, 
What if there's five people tied to a track? You have no option to divert the train, okay? It's going straight for them. But you are standing on a bridge, and standing at the very edge of a bridge is a very fat person, and that person's just about to fall off, and if you push him, he will fall off. He will fall in front of the train and be killed, but the train will stop because he's that fat. Who came up with this? No, right. the thing is, it's a hypothetical situation, but the yeah, thing no, is, it demonstrates a more active approach. You're pushing someone into the path of a train. Yeah, but how is that different to the previous situation? Well, obviously, you don't you, think so, but well, lots of people do. Let's see the pot. I don't think it's different. So you don't think it's different. Would you push? No, like, um, in terms of active and passive, yeah. what you're doing, you're just as guilty of making a decision. Indeed. So, so would you say push or not? Yes. <laughs> You said yes to the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see the polls. It's, yeah. it's a split second decision. Yes, but we, this isn't a split second because it's a hypothetical situation. True. We being talking about ethics can sit here on our asses and go and, for hours. And our fans. We can talk about this all day. You know, and our 13 fans for this one, some, somebody decided they'd had enough and dropped off. Uh, four people have actually had a change of heart. Four people wouldn't push the fat man. They would do nothing and the train kills five people. Um, but it's gone down from, oh, what was it before? It was 2 to 12 or something. It's gone down to 7 votes. So it's now basically a 50-50, 7 to 6. <laughs> yeah, and that's... Whether they would do nothing or whether they would push the man. Because it's it's a scary thought, like actively killing someone. Yeah. And third straw poll, which is what we use. Uh, which one is this? Uh, there is a runaway train heading toward a group of five people tied to the track. You are in the situation where you would be able to push a fat villain onto the tracks in order to stop the train, but killing the fat villain, what would you do? By the way, the villain has done atrocious misdeeds. What would you do in such a situation? If I remember correctly, he was the one responsible for tying the five people to the track. Yeah, sure. He, uh, you, well, that's actually a good point. Let's say he was. Because he did some bad stuff. Yeah. But it seems because we all seem to vote yes for the last one that yeah. the fact that he's a villain doesn't change anything, push him onto the track. Yeah, but isn't that whole, this whole making decision thing, isn't that playing God a little bit? Well, I mean, Should we, we, have, we have to make decisions. Yeah, but how can you make those decisions? We were never meant to make those decisions. What do you mean? But if you're in a situation where you do have to make that sort yeah. of decision, that decision, then you, yeah. yeah. So what? I wanna know what's the purpose of having these hypothetical situations? Why you, why are we sitting here this morning talking about hypothetical situations where there's only two factors where an actual if there was I'm, an actual like a gun to our head or someone holding our family hostage and we had to make a decision like this, that'd be a whole lot th- those multiply the factors yeah. like tenfold. Hmm. So why why are we having this discussion? What's the purpose of the trolley situation? Because utilitarianism is a a very controversial topic. You'll, we'll, I'll talk about a few more situations further down the track. Ha! <laughs> That's not good. I know. We'll talk about, and then, and it becomes slightly more practical and much harder to pull yeah. the lever, so to speak. Yeah. That's easier for some people. Well, the, this situation seems <laughs> for you. Oh, obviously, this is. Oh, by the way, the results for the villain. The I results am. for the villain. Uh, just because it's interesting. Uh, it's actually. Changed the hearts of the people who would do nothing. Like, now only... The same 13 people voted, probably. And now there's only 5 votes to 8 votes of uh, doing nothing. So, it's 62 versus 38%. 62% would push the fat villain. So, it did change some people's minds Mm. about pushing the fat villain. 
Well, that would probably be because people can e- easier, e- more easily justify it because yeah. the guy's done bad stuff. Also, the courts would probably go, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, to be fair, I don't think courts would No, the courts would easily... say you're fat shaming, but... Fat shaming. <laughs> <laughs> you put the man off a bridge, fat shaming. And it's, and it's really interesting because the idea behind utilitarianism is that you're sacrificing something. Mm. A lot of people aren't willing to um, push a man in front of a train. But let's say you had a car. Would you drive that car in front of the train... And stop the train. If I was, if I, it's had, not your, I, it's not your car, by the way. If you I was, just, if I was in a car and I could stop the train, I and to stop five people, I would. Yeah. So you, you have that car. You can push the but car. That's, and, that you're not. You're taking. That's your own. That's your own life. No, I'm talking. I'm, this car doesn't belong to you. Yeah, but who cares who the car belongs to? If you're saving the train, who cares? Yes, but okay. So you're saying who cares? You're you're weighing well, up. Why, do, why does the owner of the car matter? It's a car. It's an inanimate object. Yes, which but can you're stop weighing up the value of five people versus a car, and you yeah. say the five people are worth more. Well, so actually, I'm weighing myself. No, oh, you don't die. Car. You don't die. You just, so you, you drive can, in a car. And you, you can don't just push die. it. You can just push it. Yeah. You have you pushed a car? Yes. It's heavy. Not really. Yes, it is. It has wheels. Well, let's. Okay, it's, this is, it's a ton of metal. Let's say the train track is down in the. Like, okay. okay. So, saying you could push yeah. it on, yes, I would push it up, push the car on the train. Yes, and, and what you've done is you've weighed up the value of five people versus a car, and you yeah. say, obviously, the car is worth less. Yeah. But pushing. So, you're justifying, I am destroying a car, which is generally a bad thing to do, right? No. Yes. In, so in, like the, in, the fa- in the face of human life, a yes, car's in value the face. Is, not, is nothing, it's worth nothing. But there is still value to it. Not really. Yes, there not is. Not in this context. Yes, there is. Not really. There is some... The there is... Make... Hey, hey, the, you're saying that the car has no value in context to the people's lives. Yeah. So you're valuing the people's lives. Yes. It, oh, yeah. It's a comparison, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, in an ordinary so circumstance, it's, yeah. it's just yeah. bad to destroy cars, right? That don't belong to you. Yeah. In a normal situation, everyday life, yeah, it's illegal to destroy It's not like just that. illegal. It's morally <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So you're justifying something that is normally morally wrong Mm. in order for the greater good, that is five people dying. But then when we make the thing that we're sacrificing, the fat man's life, he's someone's life, we're dealing with a sacred value there. But when you come down to it, you're still exercising the same judgment. Do you kill a man To to, to save five lives? And if you're going to apply the same formula, all you need to do is weigh up five lives and weigh up one and but, yeah. do the math. Our, yeah. We, get, we, are, we are given dominion over the earth. God has said that. So the things that we make, the things that we do on this earth, the things that we make is under our domain. So cars that we make, uh, we can judge the value of that. So you can see that with with all selling cars and all the buying cars and all that stuff, we determine the worth of that. We aren't given dominion over human life. God God has dominion over human life. We don't. So that's so those tasks and responsibilities are actually different compared to a car, pushing a car in front of the train, pushing a person in front of the train. Because, ha- yeah, it's not our place. Yeah, I know. It's, just, it's, an, it's not a win-win situation. Of course of not. Of course not. That's the whole purpose of it. But comparing... Make um, determining the value of a car versus the value of a human life. 
we have we have a right to determine the value of the car. We don't have a right to, to determine the value of a human life. You see, so you say that, but yet you made that determination yeah, when I you know. pulled the lever in the first place, in the first yeah. situation. Yeah, I do know where, that. This is where everything gets turned on its head and it becomes extremely... Cause, yeah. yeah. Well, I was kind of backed into a corner. I didn't really have much of a choice. True, true. No. So, and you could just, just You could do out. nothing. No one would blame you. Yeah, but how do you know no one blame me? That, there's no fa- that's not a oh, factor. Oh, who can? That's not a factor. Yeah, okay. That's not a factor. Okay, sure, it's not a factor. In the end, um, whether people blame you or not, hmm. people would blame you for if you pull the lever. lever people blame you either yes. way, yeah. But yeah. basically, so if you, you don't pull the lever, I'd say that is, because it is a moral grade choice, I would respect someone who does not pull that lever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I would respect... But yeah, you were saying. But here's 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 where it all gets turned on its head is because we actually need to know these answers and wow. figure out these answers because of self-driving because, cars. Yeah, we'll get to them in a minute. Yeah, these self-driving cars will have to make these sorts of decisions. Yeah, I've got some interesting points. So, but it's yeah, yeah okay. I just like to point out the diversity of the little group we have here. We have me who has driven a car and never crashed in his life, and then we have Duncan who works on cars. And he's like, it's his job. We have Elisha, who, well, he doesn't drive at all. And we have um, the most exciting of the bunch, Oakley, who has actually crashed a car. Well, not, he hasn't. Not really. But not his <laughs> fault, but. That was some he's mad trivia, you know. from a man in a car. Yeah, a little bit of diversity. Okay, so now that we're back on track. Okay, back on track, let's talk about trolley problems. No, we I haven't have, finished yet. We still have. Three more to go. That is that. Okay, so basically, we have this idea. Generally, we seem to be favouring the utilitarian option. You save more lives. Given that you have no other choices. Wherever possible. Now, there's a hypothetical situation. You are... You are a doctor in a small town and you have five patients who are dying of, like, terminal cancer in various organs. If they can get organ transplants, they will survive and all of them will live. Now, a uh, traveller, young traveller from nowhere, appears in your town and asks for a checkup. And by some miracle, you check his organs on the way, and you realise that he is completely um, compatible with all your dying patients. Now, you can uh, put him out and kill him, and no- there will be no consequences because no one knows about who he is. The no one will think to look it up, and you can save five lives. But you'll be killing this guy and stealing his organs. What, can we have results? I think past the point of death, I don't think he cares if you steal his organs. Well, his estate will. <laughs> he can sue for that. You can kill the, We the study doc- these cases uh, in law. Let's say you're the doctor in this situation. You can kill the patient, save five other patients. Or you can let five other patients die, and you have one patient. Yeah. Mm. This is actually quite yeah. interesting, the results from Facebook here. Yeah. I would... If I was a doctor... I would, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't just kill the guy. Yeah, same. I couldn't. Like, I would have, I, I would have to ask him, or, <laughs> excuse me, can we kill you and steal No, dude, just tell him the situation saying you're, you're the, you're a perfect match and you can save all these five people. Are you willing to sacrifice all of your organs or sacrifice one, like a kidney or something? Yeah. At least try and do that. But yeah, to make that decision, that's like what we were talking before. That's playing God, playing, doing, Making judgments based on things which aren't meant, which aren't ours to make. Yeah, it's really difficult because generally I would like to favour the utilitarian side of 
almost well, anything. And well, practically yeah. speaking and functionally speaking, that makes perfect sense just to kill the bloke who cares and yeah, save people. Yeah, but this is people, something but... I can have, like, there's no way I could do this. But it just flies in the face of everything I've said earlier about utilitarianism. Yeah, it's just like, um, it's basically the exact same situation as the train problem. Where there's one person on one track, one person on the other track. You have the choice to kill one person to save five people. Through a direct action of yours. Yeah, through a direct action of yours. And Facebook, our fans, are 13 Wait, let's have uh, have Oakley's answer first. Uh, Yeah, what, Oakley? Yeah. Would you kill or? I would kill the guy, I reckon. Serious? Yeah. What? Just you are the first person. You are the first. <laughs> you're person. heartless. I, I, I too agree that like. Are you being serious? Because yeah. in in the it's exactly the same as the train problem. Thirteen people though. Everybody who voted, uh, should says they should. The doctor should let the five patients die. Yeah. Nobody thinks there's. That, uh, what? Yeah, but why, there's why no so way you could do that. Why? Like. There's no. Why is I, that like, yeah, it's not. Is it's not that, different. There's but no there's the, there, there's just no way I could do it. It's not different in terms of the actions involved and the result. And but there's just no way I could do it because you will not. Because he's a loner. There's like nobody who will know he goes missing, and in the train problem, that like there's going to be circumstances. But in this problem, like it even says there will be no um, consequences. consequences for your um, for what you do. Yeah, but it's just something I can't get behind. Is it because, like, with the train, it's easier to and justify? That, that it seems so, yeah. Because, yeah, we're talking about active and passive killing. Mm. We're not driving the train. I if think we, it ha- if we yeah. were driving the train and we had we were able to, like, trains don't have steering wheels, obviously, but <laughs> if they did, right, and you could tra- change tracks, that'll be a little bit, that'll be a different ball game. but it's because really. we're standing to the side with a lever. Yeah. It, even though it's not passive, we justified in a headset, which makes the decision mm. more. I think it also, you can remove your emotion from from this, not mm. so much. Also, I think it has partially to do with the fact that it is slightly deceitful. This guy has come, and you as a doctor, yeah, just, that's a, yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, as a doctor, but it, yeah, and and I, it's just it goes against everything I've said recently, just about utilitarianism. <laughs> yeah, I but I, I can't realize, yeah. say yes to this situation, mm. and uh, clearly Facebook understands that as well. They all said no. Yeah, every single one. I think we often take the other factors into consideration. What other factors? We just think, just off the top of our head, we just pick out, like, we have to actually kill the guy, we have to put new organs in new people, which makes their life not as... It makes makes them live. Yeah, but it's not like a new life, Mm. or... We often look too much into it without, but if we just take the broad picture, Mm. then... Yeah. Forget these factors and like forget that the possibility that we can't do it. Uh, like the actual closer to my thing. <laughs> like if we were actually a doctor, on? we never actually we could never yeah, think that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got oh legally, that's something that you could never do. But yeah, we can't imagine being a doctor and being able to take out organs and putting it in. A new person. We yeah. We can't imagine the benefits. Of that. Well, the thing is, this is something that has to happen practically. Hospitals have to make value decisions. Do you spend $5 million to buy a liver for a five-year-old who's going to die without it? Or do you put those $5 million into paying people's wages so that people actually come to work at the hospital? Well, it seems that 
um, a five-year-old, the life of a five-year-old is more important than than just, you know, money. It's it's not actually. And the thing is, what we're doing, as Dun- as Duncan likes to remind us, is we're playing God. We're putting value on human life, so to speak. Can we get to a straw poll again? Because I kind of have a useless straw poll, straw poll here. Um, one more, one more uh, survey I gave to Facebook. Well, yeah, one more survey I gave to Facebook about the trolley problem. Yeah. Go fetch your water, sir. Give me one second. Uh, uh, in the fridge. In the fridge. Don't go any past the fridge. Um, so we're talking about the um, the how much a human life is worth, and I thought. Just off of a spur of the moment. No, 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 don't use that. Use the actual water bottle inside of the fridge. Yeah. Cool. Um, I, I, I thought to myself, like, what if, um, would it change people's lives if, uh, uh, change people's minds if I added, like, a larger quantity of people to the track? So there is a runaway train heading toward a group of 500 people tied to a track. Um, you are in the situation where you could, you would be able to pull the lever to divert the train onto a track with 250 people tied to a track. Uh, what do you do? Would your decision change? Would you pull the lever to just, like, is it purely a quantitative thing where it's like 500, 500 versus 250 more is worth more? Or would you at that point say, like, well, then really it's such a large margin, um, like it wouldn't matter. I think yeah. With a quant, so with like with a quantity situation now, I would do nothing. I couldn't make that decision. Is it two fifty versus five hundred? Yeah, five hundred. Oh, yeah. Either way, there's do we have an option of not? Oh yeah, option. Yeah, yeah do option, nothing. Do nothing. Five hundred people die. Yeah, I don't think I could make that decision. But then that goes against what I said before with the one person and the five yeah. person. It's hmm. Why? Yeah, I, I don't. You're not alone. Mm. Everybody will stumble over these questions. Yes. Like there is nobody who will be able to go. Yes, no. Yes. Actually, well, like I, at wants- that point, I turn off my mind and pull the lever. You know, it's really interesting yeah. because this is where practical decisions come in. This is how war works. In a combat situation, you can make the idea to just mindlessly sacrifice people and know that people will absolutely die in this circumstance. Yet we um. We use a term that people uh, like uh, assigning to villains in movies and stuff. It's for the greater good. Utilitarianism is something that only the villains exercise. But it's something that real people and, like, governments and stuff have to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. And there, there is always a sacrifice for that. Mm. Either, like, physical, like legal or something, but there's always going to be a mental or well, a conscience sacrifice. So, who was it that dropped... The um dropped the bombing in World War Two to that stop the war. Who who was the was that JFK uh, who dropped it? Not oh, he JFK. ordered it. I don't know what I'm talking about. JFK. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can do all the history. JFK. People are face yeah, farming dead. right now. What do you think about America? You think Obama? Uh, Eisenhower wasn't it? Anyway, yeah. So he 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 did that. Wait, which what? he he dropped that bomb, or he ordered it, and that stopped the war, but. Think mm. of his mental state after that. He would that yeah that's that insane. sacrifice. He's he. I reckon he sort of like sold part of his soul, sort of thing, to do that because 
yes, he didn't know the full extent, but they did tests and stuff like that. And, and I don't think they fully realized the Oh, they the knew radi- what was going to happen. The radiation. So I don't know. We don't know, but... Yeah. They knew um, it would be bad, at least. Yeah. Like, terrible. Oh, so, maybe not so much about radiation. They didn't know yeah, about no, radiation. No, they no just radiation let people watch atom bombs go off. Yeah, whatever. Who later died of oh, cancer. Do, do you think? Do you sort of agree with me that he would have had to sell his conscience? Sort of like he would have cut out some of his conscience. That's by a doing hard that. thing because the atom bomb gets condemned by lots of historians oh, as yeah, like killed- that was unnecessary because. Yeah, there was millions of people, and I'm not sure the actual numbers, but lots of oh, people yeah. died. And then afterwards, with the radiation and everything, they killed thousands. Of yeah, people. but like, do it like so. Back to the trolley problem. Either whichever way you do, well, whichever option you choose, you're gonna you're gonna sacrifice your soul a little bit. You're gonna yeah, there's no because there's no there's only two factors here: do this or do it or do nothing. Because of this hypothetical situation, you're gonna you you have to. Hmm. It's just yeah. How do we do? We have to pick the one that yeah. You should have chosen the one that caused the least amount of pain. So hmm. the one that affects you the least. I don't know. Uh yeah, like in this, the results. Uh, a, co- a couple of people dropped off. They got bored of voting. Yeah, yeah I would so have been only too. eleven people voted, but like it's eight to three. Like three people would pull the lever, kill three hundred and fifty. So. Yeah. I yeah. think, yeah, quantity... Nothing really changed. Yeah. Quantity yeah. makes an effect. Yeah, I mean, even if it's 499 versus 500, um, the utilitarian answer is still the same. Yeah. Kill the least amount of people. Yes. So, all of this, questions of morality, questions of what we should do, how are we supposed to, like, evaluate the... Um, yeah, value. Hmm how we're supposed to evaluate the value of a human life it all comes down to this airing problem that's starting to come up in um, the automobile industry which is self-driving cars we're at the 30 minute mark we're switching to self-driving cars here we go Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, this is why I so (laughs) some people think that this is part of the future but it's not there are already Teslas uh, which are um you know, have this technology inside. Yeah, they, they 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 can drive themselves, hands off the steering wheel. Even though now they've changed it, you have to have your hands on the steering wheel. Uh, the steering wheel still drives itself, but you just have to have your fingers touching yeah. it just in case. Um, but it's illegal actually to take your hands off the steering wheel. But the Tesla just has that extra safety net, yeah. which people abuse. Like, it, I'd like to point out that like these self-driving cars are brilliant. Nine, over ninety percent of car crashes. Um, Oakley's getting a bit. He's getting a bit timid now. Um, over ninety percent of car crashes is a result of human error, of the human doing something wrong in the car, not the car. Yeah. So it's like by by giving this job to machines, you're already taking away that ninety percent of human error causing car crashes. But you're still going to have people, and I reckon everybody's going to have this, where they're going to go like, well, what happens if something goes wrong? Like, I'm sitting in a death machine, yeah. basically. I'd like to start this one off. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, yeah, okay, I've been thinking about this for like, since I heard about it. That's why I wanted to come. But, um, yeah, we talk about brakes failing and stuff. However, there's a lot of lot of cars that have got things called ABS, so anti-lock braking systems. So when you go out into a spin, you lose control. When the car loses control, your car can already senses that, and it self drives in the sense that it stops you, tries to stop you from sliding out. 
which is really annoying when you want to and have fun. <laughs> but um, in when you're in a when something goes wrong or yeah, sliding out on the road is going wrong. Your car is already self-driving, but a lot of us have no issue with that. And I was thinking about it, and I'm trying to think of the core issue to why people would have why people wouldn't want self-driving cars is because self-driving cars rips away the illusion of control. Because if you think about it, I, I've spun out on the road. Control is just an illusion. <laughs> when you when you when you're in a crash, and Kuba was saying ninety percent of um, crashes are from human uh, error. According to the CIS, which is like the Central Intelligence something something something. <laughs> yeah. In England, so it's right. yeah, yeah. So when you go out into a spin, you like to think you're in control, but you're really not. It's in that moment you realise that you are driving a, dreth, a death trap. Which is yeah. your normal mechanical car, which you control, is is a is a driving weapon. It is that, that yeah. we can't we can't yeah. get away from that. And the only thing with um, self driving cars is that when something goes wrong and the car spins out, for example, that we more realise that we're not in control. So both in both situations, you're not in control. It's just you think you're in control because you have got your hands on the steering wheel. But in both cases. You don't actually have control, and yeah, the self the self driving car it just gives you something to blame. So normally you blame yourself if you spun out and killed someone. Not driving normally, if your car makes a decision, your car's got a greater chance of making. Yeah, so going back to utilitarianism, it's got a greater chance of making the better decision. It's got it's got a better chance of making a decision that'll save you or save someone else than you do. It's just that we don't like it because we're not in control, which goes. Which I think links back to yeah, that which is sort of our pride, I guess, trying to be in control of everything. Yeah. Like, Discuss. Yeah. That that's my that's my um, car advice for today. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, like all of these cars, they have multitudes of fell fell like fallbacks or fail safes if something goes wrong but i'm sure if we had a train guy come on he'll go like oh yeah these trolley problems are dumb um you know <laughs> trains have so many fallbacks oh, yeah. that fail is safe. not a fallback there's nothing a train can do from stop yeah. we don't know a train guy we can't ask dude him. there's a, oh, there's a few hundred tons of train moving down the track it takes you're talking about like a cargo train what about it takes know. kilometers for a train no, to stop meters for a normal passenger train oh a passenger train yeah exactly yeah, for a like, freight train know. where it's just two ca- two there's probably some secret thing where they yeah. explode the wheels yeah. so no there is not yeah but that's why those hypothetical situations are slightly yeah. dumb because they're not realistic yes but, like, but they are real world application, applications really. of them yes well, atom bombs are, but those like yeah those specific situations are slightly stupid yeah they are, they are in a sense it's good to discuss them and think about it but I yeah think because it's like, well really i mean re- real life generals have thrown away uh mil- thousands of men just as easily as i sack a piece in chess yeah like um i i posted this last uh survey up to facebook our fans how many people voted 12 votes oh Somebody came back. Is that about cars? Or is yeah. How okay. do you think self-driving cars should come to ethical solutions in such situations? If a self-driving car's brakes fail or something where they have to choose, like, some, like, uh, killing these people mm. or killing these people. Let's say there's some crazy kind of thing there 
where they do have to choose between killing two groups of people. How should it decide what to do? And I have a couple of results here. Um, we will discuss somebody on Facebook uh, messaged us and we had a good conversation. I'll bring that up later. What his uh, thoughts we? are. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, on the Thoughts and Crosses podcast, which is uh, me and Chris. Uh, so here's, here's the five which I could come up with off the top of my head. One, prioritize the lives outside of the car. Two, go with the option that results in the least amount of deaths. Three, prioritize the driver's life or whoever's life is inside of the car. Uh, four, which is currently what is being used, uh, use the decision of the majority of everyone who has taken tests similar to this, to, or similar to these like trolley problems. Um, you know, everyone takes a similar test and then the majority's vote will become the outcome to what the car decides. Or number five, randomize the outcome, which is a weird thing, but I have heard it and I thought about it a bit and it's kind of like exactly what we do currently. We yeah. randomize. Hmm. We chuck people out there who we don't know what they're going to do in such a situation. So like we're randomizing the outcome right now of what the ethical decision is, you know? Um, I'll, I'll talk about what we voted, uh, what Facebook voted on later, but what do you guys think? It, how how is the um, car supposed to come up to the decisions? If we assume that there's no other factors, then uh, we'd have to go with the least lives. Oh, that's my thing. Mm. Completely humanitarian. Of Good. course. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. In 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 if we're <coughs> attempting to emulate real drivers, a driver will always prioritize himself, right? Um, there's like well, situations I've seen that they're thinking about when it comes to self-driving cars. It's one person in the car, you're heading straight for a brick wall, you can swerve into two people or you can swerve into three people. A human driver would swerve into two people. But a self-driving car, exercising the principles of utilitarianism, would go straight into the brick wall. Yeah. Actually, there's a third option with that, because... Yes. Because that, that's the thing with assuming that there's no other thing, no other... Um, factors is that you, your car is built with a crash zone, right? So you got the front, yeah. you got a crumple zone. Yeah, crumple zone. Oh, like you're going at like a few hundred k's an hour. You're yeah, not going yeah, whatever. to. Yeah, but you're you've got die. greater chance of if you're going head onto a brick wall. Yeah, you've got greater chance of swerving to the side, like doing flipping the car around and trying to boot it in the other direction. You've got greater chance of stopping and reversing into it. Instead of actually just swerving, it's it's not clear cut. Yeah, so it's a probability thing, which I will bring up later. Yeah, or and if you're going at slower speeds and you don't have time to do a do a fancy, like the yeah. car has a choice of doing a fancy yeah, U-turn yeah. and trying to go the opposite direction, hitting it sight like hitting it side on might be different. Might yeah, create, might a, have a different probability. It's like a movie. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or on the like passenger side. Yeah, or something like that. So. But let's assume that not everybody is Sherlock Holmes and can have a conversation between four people in their head in the split second. That oh, yes, but a car can. That's the thing. Yeah, a, car, a yeah, self-driving a car, car can. can. That's interesting. Mm. We should have a car constantly running this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. But it's yeah. an interesting question because, uh, as Cooper was saying, there's one of the options that is prioritize the life of the driver, because a human driver will always prioritizes himself and kill a quite a, little, a lot of people before he thinks of killing himself. Yes, and and I I mainly I didn't or think herself of this. I I didn't make that outcome I mean I didn't make that what option option because of what you're saying I made it because of a marketing strategy like 
if you're trying to sell a self-driving car and you're selling it like this model will prioritize your life in such a situation yeah i'd rather kill people hundreds would of people definitely than... buy that no, like rich would. people i wouldn't or people without any morals or something like that <laughs> yeah like it's such yeah, but they should yeah they shouldn't make like it obviously yeah. when they it. start being a thing, government regulations will just come down like a band hammer. Yeah, like I reckon there's going to be a black market for cars that prioritize the driver's life. Yeah, you know. Whoa, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, well, no, he's not wrong. A, there will no, be that, a hack on the internet that yeah. will go like, yeah, uh, the Tesla Model X now will prioritize your life, and it will yeah. look like a. Mm. Hey, you got a jailbroken car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's rooted. Uh, so, I'm going to quickly go over the um, decisions. So, what was your decision, Duncan? Because you didn't of actually what? say... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, of well, of those options you were talking about? Oh. Well, of what to do? Come up with your own option of how a car should... How, how a car should do it, how should they prioritise? It's a bit so difficult to say how should. What You can say what's the morally best option, but how should they? Like, should... should Ra- Randomising doesn't help because as... As a, like I was saying before, when you, when you're driving the car and you crash, it's completely random what you're going to do. You don't, mm. yes, you'll try and save your own life, but a lot of us aren't world class defense drivers and know how to Defensive get driving. the car out of a spin. That, that's, a, that's, yeah. that's a fact. So the randomize, randomization won't help. Yeah. Um, oh, what would I go with? The thing is, randomization is just throwing the entire ethical situation out the window and just saying, whatever, uh, we don't want to have to make this decision. No, not, not necessarily. Mm. It, it's, it's, it's pretty much creating the same situation as when you're driving the car, so that makes it pointless. So interesting. I think it makes it pointless, the randomization. Um, what were the other other options? Uh, there's prioritise lives outside the car, um, prioritise the amount of lives. And prioritise prioritize the people uh, in the car. Yeah. And then um, the last one is like with the majority. I think. Majority. I think when you try and prioritize, you got to do both at the same time. No, no, they love. But when you like you, um, when you're in a spin. So I know for myself, the first thing that goes to your head is I need to stop. I need to stop. Regain and my, control. My, yeah. When you're in a spin, our natural reaction is to put your foot on the brake. Which doesn't help when you're in a spin because that makes you slide out more, which is why anti-lock braking systems are in place so that when you do it, they don't lock up, they 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 judder and they they stop you from try- sliding out even more. I assume we've all driven with our mums on a rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, um, yeah, so you got to... I think it needs to prioritise sort of who's in the car. Oh, not who's in the car, but what's going to happen to the guy in the car and what's going to happen to the people outside. So is it when you go if you're going like 200 k's an hour, the best best solution if you spin out or the brakes fail or something like that is not to stop. Yeah. So it's to control the direction of the car until you can stop. That's what they teach in defense driving courses and stuff like that. Is to learn how to when to stop and how to control how to how to control your crash, which is I think what car, yeah car should take itself to a defense driving course. But well, um, you'd hope so. Yeah, and those courses make make you protect yourself but also can make you protect yourself in the best way by not trying to kill other people sort of it's it's a mixture of both which i think i think i'm going to go with that i'm creating a new option but yeah a mixture of both yeah a mixture of both both which because uh, there's like five options yeah protect <laughs> all of them no nah, uh, protecting multi-track you, drifting doing what's best for the person in the car and what's doing best for the person outside the car yeah. so like in between it, or both it's it's a mix i don't know how it, it 
clearly quite to situations. <laughs> yeah. So if you're on a freeway and there's some idiot in the middle of the oh, freeway yeah. and you spin out trying to serve him, trying to the car getting the car to control control the way that crash works is probably the best way to do That's it. That's interesting. I would Yes, but control it in which way? Of course, we're all talking about control here. Yeah, saving the guy, so trying not to hit the brick wall by yes. trying to avoid the guy and trying to so trying to avoid the guy first and foremost in that situation. Yeah. But also trying to not in that action because a human would put his foot on the brake and then go into the wall or something like mm. that on the freeway. Uh, but getting the car to make the decision that there's a human, that there's something, there's a blockage. So it doesn't. I don't in a freeway situation probably it doesn't matter if it's a human or a car for that to avoid avoid that and then to not result that that avoidance to result into another crash. So it's avoiding the person. And then avoiding the car from crashing and killing the person inside the car. So there needs to be a play between both. Yeah. Can I just say how brilliant, like, self-driving cars are? There are, like, multitudes of videos on the internet of, like, Tesla cars. So just driving along and then you hear a beep and the the Tesla car starts slowing down, like, Mm. uh, braking really fast. And then, like, three seconds later, five cars in front of them, there's a massive crash. It's like these cars are so smart at predicting. Um, like, I I haven't seen any video whether they have to um, figure out like a spin, whether to yeah I haven't seen a spin video or a video um, like because in those videos the car is not at fault. Mm. Tesla car is not at fault. The because um, Tesla brakes can do no wrong or anything. It's the, it's cars in front of them or cars behind them or cars to the sides. But it, it, I haven't seen any deaths from any of the, any deaths on at the hands of Tesla. Curious to see if a self drive, just our level of technology, if a self driving car could get out of a spin easily. I think it would, I think it could get out of it easier than a human. Hmm. Oh, and if it can't get out, what to do in that situation? I'm not sure how good the sensors are on no, a car. They're pretty good because they have to be incredible. Yeah, but oh, to be able to just tell, te- yeah, our tech has tech has gone so far, and then you got yeah. you got satellite, right? So that oh, yeah. so that can track you and then see what's going on as well, and give you feedback by that. And, and the car is responding real time, instantaneously oh, yeah. to all the different feedback coming in, and it has to do it perfectly. Yeah, but it's interesting. But no, like because well, at my work we had like a seven series BMW, so that's top of the line, very nice. Very nice. And, um, yeah, there's, like, sensors everywhere. You just don't want to touch it because it's, like, you can just see the technology and money reeking off it sort of thing. And, yeah, our te- technology has gone quite a lot away from just carburetors and your, mm. brake, your brake pedal. It's, 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 yeah. Yeah. The car has the capability of doing huge things. It's just, yeah, it's just back to the, like, what I, when, I, when we started this off about self-driving cars... It's just the illusion of control. I think that's what people struggle with a lot. And I would struggle, because I'll struggle with that if you're driving a car and some, and some modern cars now have, um, like when you turn the steering wheel, it, it puts a load on the steer, on the steer, on the steering column so that you can't do, do jiggle it and then swerve and flip the car or spin out and stuff like oh. that. So it puts a load on it so it keeps it heavy in a straight line. And I freaked out because I'm like, what's, I can't control it that wow. well. And then I, li- I did literally stop. And then when you got to like 5Ks an hour, it released and you could like do it normally. And I called dad. I'm like, oh, dad, 
is something wrong with the car or something? It's like, no, no, it's um, safety feature and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's annoying. And then I kept going. But yeah, so it's that illusion of control. I think it's what makes people not want a car to make a decision. However, we're kind of terrible at making decisions in that when something happens anyway. Yeah. It's putting our trust in technology. But then you think people go on airplanes and that's complete tech. You're, yeah, you're being flown by engineers sort of thing. So, the thing uh, is, I love flying. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, it's just... An airplane isn't making decisions yeah, is. so much. It is. Oh, well, of course, in a way. Decisions, but, well, well, you think it, the pilot making... makes every single decision that a plane makes? No, they're an autopilot. Yeah. No. Yeah, but it, the guy flies it, but all the systems, the guy doesn't run. He doesn't know how to do that. No. I'll just do it post. Um, so, real quick, results of... Um. Bye. Results uh, of results of, results of the self-driving car conundrum uh, on Facebook is how many people voted? Twelve people voted. Huh. Um, seven voted to prioritize the lives outside of the car, and five people voted go with the result that. Um, results in the least amount of deaths. Makes sense. But it's interesting if you like, Im- imagine now when, almost 50-50. When self-driving cars are become universal or whatever, you're stepping into a car and you're realizing this car is sizing me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I would think that the same people who like go to say prioritize the lives outside of the car, I reckon those same people would never buy the car. They're just like, why would I buy it? Like, sure. I think all of those people out there who have bought the Tesla car and have bought these self-driving cars, they 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 have to um, say that they do not prioritize their lives. But I'm not going to go putting my life in danger like mm-hmm. that. It's like mm, so many ethical infractions going on with just buying a car. Yeah, and like with before, when uh, talking about driving a weapon, sort of thing. It's kind of funny when people say well, you're self-driving cars, you're driving a loaded gun almost sort of thing. Like, it's something that could go horribly wrong. But we've been doing that since cars were invented. Like, you look at the cars that were first invented. They were dangerous. Like, legit. No power steering, no proper brakes. Just, it was dangerous. And it's so, yeah. It's, it hasn't, you can't make that argument with, self, with, self, with self-driving cars. It's just you got something external to blame. When something goes wrong, one ton of metal moving at a hundred k's an hour. Yeah, like yeah, but that's why. Why does that sound surprising? <coughs> We've been doing that for the last fifty years. Yeah, yeah. and we're trying to make them faster. Yeah, I know. <laughs> through like explosions. That. Yeah. All right, we got ten minutes left, so yeah. Can um, I quickly talk about probability? Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, it's an interesting topic that we had uh, brought up earlier. Um. Let's say you've got a case, and this is actually what brought about the whole uh, the whole conversation. You've got a case of a woman who's having a complication in pregnancy, and there's a ten percent chance. Sorry, if you do not abort pregnancy, it is likely that both of them will die. But there's a ten percent chance that they both will survive. What do you do? So ninety percent chance that that, that both, both will die if, the ba- if, the if you do not abort. Yeah. abort. This, this oh, has less probability. This is not hundred percent. Um, five people die. Yes, uh, but the numbers don't lie. 
the thing is, if you if you're gonna if you're gonna do the probability, and I'm going to uh, hopefully do the calculations and post them online just so you can I see. I can insert them in video form if you want. Yeah, well, I'll give them to you, Cooper. Yeah. But basically, ninety percent times two is not larger than sorry, ten percent times two is not larger than two lives being uh two lives. Okay, no, let me start you. again. Yes, please. Okay, there is a 10% chance that there will be two lives at the end of this, okay? Yes. So that's uh, 0 0.1 times 2. Yes. And that is 0, the answer to that is uh, 0 0.2. Yeah. But if you choose the other option, it's a 90% chance that uh, one life, and that's 0 0.9, that's just larger. So if you're going to run the numbers, you should consistently abort. Yeah, like, it would, yeah, like, without any morality to the situation, yeah. 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 But without morals, there's anarchy, so that's... Oh, of course, of a... but the moral here is preserve as many lives as possible. Yes. I think but, that's something we can you, all agree if on. If there's a doc, if specialists come, and they do, they try everything, and they say... And they give you those numbers. They give you those numbers. I just ask, how, how much are we factoring in? Are we factoring morals and conscience? No, we're and factoring everything in. Yeah. What, do, what is your response? Right now, we're just factoring in everything. statistic probability. Yeah. You're well, the dad you, and you're, you, you and your, your, your wife. 90%. Yeah. Save the... Yeah, this is coming one. from the guy who wants to uh, uh, kill a random yep. traveller to save five. <laughs> anyway. Well, but exactly. It depends like, what you're taking yeah. in. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, you can't take every factor out, but if you tried then it would obviously but i remember be... there were a huge amount of people who said do not abort under any circumstance no i think that's irris like so now we're talking about abortion and stuff like that yes i think we can all okay yeah, so sorry. just yeah, just sorry. we're gonna lay down a ground rule abortion is bad don't abort if you don't have to don't abort Definitely. under any circumstance i don't i don't think that's actually biblical under oh, any circumstance. Yeah. I was, I was hoping. circumstance. I was, I was hoping that there was someone who would be because against. We're yeah. like, but it's, no it's a human life, say. yes, but it's a human life. Like, there's no, there's no more value to a baby than there is a human, in the eyes of God. It's a human life. Well, it's, 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 that's a, it's that's a, that's a fun debate. Let's yeah, not get true. into that. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a debate which we can have in the last seven minutes of this, but like. People put so much um, emphasis on age and stuff. It's it's spectacular mm. how they're just like as soon as the person in question like is under a certain age, it's instantly like oh well they get they get my moral compass pointing towards them kind of a thing. Mm. Yeah, like if you don't do anything to try and save the baby, then that's that's not that's not godly at all. But if yeah, if you if you try if the doctors try everything, they look at every like even every minute situation, and doesn't matter what they do. But there's there's a night there's a night if the baby isn't aborted, like if that pregnancy isn't aborted, that both of them will die. Then I would go with abort the baby if there's yeah though. But with even with that situation, yes, in the 1970s that was quite a thing, like because we didn't have the technology. Well, right. it still is. No, it's not. I don't think it's yet. Well, in our Western civilization, of that that thing happening is, I think, it's much less. Well, quite, quite a lot less. You won't have that. I don't think you have that probability these days. When we when we discuss this, we're all just factoring in what we think is best, oh. and like 
mm. what should we factor in. But then basically if you don't factor anything, it's pretty easy to yeah. just go the 90%. But then if you factor in, say, the worth of the life of the mother or the, the child, then that's, like that's sort of what we're doing. Mm. Then it gets a lot complicated. Yeah, so it, it, life the, would be a whole lot easier if we were robots. If we had no emotions, no ethics, no morals, we were just doing. We just like um, should motion but, emotions be taken into yeah consideration with, like, with it might, should they? yes a lot of, some people are like oh they don't want to keep them put their emotions into it which is fair enough like some there's some things which call for doing what's right and not having your emotions involved but emotions God gave us emotions for a reason. It's not something you should ignore. Yeah. For example, here's, here's a uh, classic example for utilitarianism. Would you rather have a billion people get a speck of dust in their eye or have someone tortured? Just what? have one person tortured. Okay, and on that bombshell, we're going to... Leave. No, I actually do want to end this off. We will continue this conversation about... Um, the... What kind of... Kind of... What? Speck in the eye. Because, <laughs> like, okay, I, I'll just explain before we end. A billion people having a speck of dust in their eye hurts more cumulatively than one person being tortured. How do you know that? Well, let's say it does. Okay, but, but, okay let's go with a trillion, okay? A, a trillion grain. people. A grain of sand. A grain is different. A grain of speck of dust. Okay. A trillion people have a speck of. A grain of sand in their eye, which hurts, okay, but it's not a big deal. I, I could get that and shrug it off. Or just one person gets tortured. I mean. And that's Everyone, when everyone's had a grain of sand in their eye at some point, so yeah. I'd rather go with that. Yes, yeah, of course. Cumulatively, yes. cumulatively, there's more pain a, in the world. If there was a painometer, there would be more pain yeah. over the trillion people than the single person. But dude, really, that's a stupid. That's a stupid example. Uh, no, no, it's not. It's it's in utilitarianism in, la- in relation to what we were just talking about. That's not a very good segue. Alright, so yeah, we're, so. we're, we, we're gonna end it there. Um, we'll continue this conversation, we'll so continue this conversation about AKA um, the, never. the abortion conversation in a later podcast. Because right now it's Yeah, when we have some against, positive. because there were quite a lot of people yeah, when yeah. we talked about a lot of we'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get some medical professionals, <laughs> professionals on here or whatever. We'll, yeah. We'll I think to, I think to note with all these ethical things is that there is no, proper answer yes or, there, there is there, always there, there an is answer no there isn't but we just need it, it's so difficult to find that yeah. proper answer because henceforth you listen to us talk about different things and not have a definitive answer the yeah. more you know there isn't, there isn't like it's basically yeah I know basically um, right now right now if you if, if you're scared about the self-driving cars what you can do is there's actually a thing because like right now what they're currently doing uh, in the self-driving cars and what decisions they should make they're going to do the um, majority of what people think and i stress very highly that if you actually want democracy to have at a its say, finest if you actually want to have a say in what self-driving cars do you can go over to this database right now which uh, i have to find it hold on um I think it's called put the morality machine. Put a link in the podcast. Yeah, machine. yeah. Basically, basically they like give they they give you uh pictures and of uh, hypothetical situations and say uh, which if you're the, you're the, if you had to choose yes if you had to choose who would you swear for and they like factor in how long you take to make the decision and everything yeah I think right now yeah. one of the biggest ones is the moral machine dot mit dot edu this episode sponsored in. by the machine <laughs> institute technology research well, I should have. but um <laughs> like 
Yeah, like you take a small test, well, rather large test because it's mm. um, eleven questions. But if you want your voice heard by the self-driving cars of the future, then get over to there and chuck your voice um, in because, like, you're not going to be heard if you just like tell your friends about what you think. Like the the people who are making these self-driving cars. Just are not as a slight care. closing thought, it's really interesting how they're going to uh, program self-driving cars depending on what the masses think. And democracy it at its finest. Yeah. Know? Like, uh, yeah. All right. That's still that's something we can further talk about. Then. Yep. Yeah. Okay, then. See you next Thank time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Well, actually, watching. Thank yeah, you, everybody, for watching. we have video this time. Well, you could be listening. Hey. Some of us like MP3. I don't have time to watch people. I'll check this up in MP3 form. Uh, Chuck, what you think should... Chuck, Chuck down your... Uh, thoughts. thoughts in the comments section of this YouTube we video because I'm sure it's going to be a YouTube video yeah probably oh. and yeah there's obviously stuff that everyone who watches this would and listens to this would disagree with or agree with so, yeah Leah yeah. and tell us what you think about the video format henceforth this is a discussion so yeah, please discussion. discuss it will, in the comments and we are going to continue it so thank you everybody for listening I'm well, uh, watching my name was Cooper and with me I had today Oakley Elisha Duncan and we will see you in the next episode. May your multi-track drifting always multi-track drift.